Welcome, loyal listeners, to another episode of Eclectic Full Contact Theater's splendid satirical saunter down memory lane to those thrilling days of yesteryear, Throwing Shade. Remember, if you love the adventures of the Shade and the Vamp, head over to Patreon at www.patreon.com EFCT and become a subscriber for all sorts of exclusive Shade rewards. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy eclectic full-contact theater's Throwing Shade. There is a darkness in the minds of men. A darkness in their hearts. A darkness in a room with no lights. And who knows that darkness? The Shade knows. <laughs> who doesn't? Seriously. Anyway, by day, Theodore Rockwell is a go-get'em reporter for the Chicago Gazette-Times-Herald. But by night, he becomes the Shade. Using his uncanny ability to wear dark clothing, he, assisted by his girl Friday, Wednesday morning, what? There are way too many days in that sentence. I hope you folks got that. And the mysterious female vigilante, the vamp defends the downtrodden and fights the forces of evil. But can one man defend the innocent from the scourge of Chicago's underbelly? Find out in this week's episode, Fueling Good. And tonight, we have another new sponsor. While we all enjoyed the fun of Cyclops' air rifles, it seems there have been more than a few unfortunate accidents amongst the younger users of these family-friendly firearms. And since these are toys and not the real thing, they've been instantly considered too dangerous and taken off the market. So, we here at Throwing Shade would like to welcome the fine makers of Zing Cola. Zing Cola, it puts a bounce in your step that'll have you bouncing off the walls. Also brought to you by Eclectic Full Contact Theater, providing high-quality 1930s radio-style satire since... Well, let's just say this isn't our first rodeo. <laughs> uh, let's not mention rodeos. Last week on Throwing Shade... Great Caesar Salad! And now, on to our story. Act 1, Scene 1. Happy accident. Professor Edison Tesla stumbles upon an amazing discovery. It was a quiet evening in Chicago's warehouse district. Quiet, that is, until a massive explosion ripped through the night. A massive explosion which, due to the unique acoustical properties of warehouse districts, sounded uncannily like a balloon popping. It came from the upper level of an old toy warehouse. Within... Creations were being conceived, but not for the amusement of innocent tykes. No, these inventions were of a decidedly different stripe. And the man behind them? German scientist Professor Edison Tesla, a man whose insatiable need to push the boundaries of human knowledge had finally driven him to attempt that which should never have been attempted. I have done it! Ich bin ein Genie! <laughs> For years, I, Professor Edison Tesla, have toiled
stood in obscurity, and for years they laughed at mine efforts. I, Professor Edison Tesla, was shunned, ostracized, forced to sit alone at lunch, which is why I now go on long expositionary rants to myself. Dumb cuffs, finance, step cut. I, Professor Edison Tesla, have done the impossible. I have created a drink that is both healthy and delicious. <laughs> but was once a concoction of rutabaga, alfalfa, and banana. Has now been transformed into a gourmet delight by the addition of powdered leaves from the MacGuffin plant, which, inexplicably and perhaps unbelievably, only grows in one part of Chicago known only to me. I! Professor Edison Tesla shall be famous! I shall be vindicated! And more importantly, I'll be swimming in Deutsch marks and take over the world! Nine? 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 No taking over the world. Last time Germans tried that, it didn't go well. Oh, thank goodness the Fatherland elected Und Otter and Painter as Chancellor. No chance of violence there. Now, to the final test! The professor drank deeply, or tried to, for when the drink hit his taste buds... Mm. Ah! <laughs> that was hideous! Awful! It makes my lord taste like fruit punch! I have failed. I am ruined. So start! And first of all, I, Professor Edison Tesla, can't get that taste out of my mouth. <laughs> Wait, was that explosion caused by my drink? Let me spill some. My drink is combustible. What good is that? Of course. Weapons. <laughs> Nein! What is wrong with me? I shall get him dog. Something small and cute, maybe on dog shins. He's so sweet, little Vena schnitzels. Wait, what was I talking about? Oh, right. My concoction. I don't want something violent. What could I do instead? Something non lethal. Hmm. Energy. <laughs> All the ingredients are renewable, so they will never run out. I am a genius. <laughs> People everywhere will flock to me for mine. Mine? What shall I call it? I know. I will name it after its color. They will flock to mine gray energy. Eek. This is a horrible color. I mean, gray is fine for health food, but nobody wants fuse as gray. Hmm, let me see. Aha! Some food coloring! Just a few drops. There. Much better. Green is the perfect color for energy. I, Professor Edison Tesla, will be famous! I will be vindicated! I will be rolling in dollars and take over the world! No! <laughs> wow, maybe I should cut back on the coffee.
Act 1, Scene 2. A surprisingly refusable offer. News travels faster than you'd think possible. Just as the professor was about to pop open a celebratory, non-caffeinated drink, a knock was heard at his laboratory door. Hello? Hello. Am I addressing Professor Edison Tesla, a renowned scientist and inventor? Um, yes? Excellent. My name is Horace Brougham, and I represent Brougham Motors, the largest automobile manufacturer in the British Empire. May I come in? My answer seems moot. What exactly can I do for you, Avram? It has come to our attention that you have developed a radically new form of energy, energy that could potentially be used as fuel for automobiles. I suppose it could. That is an interesting, I mean, vast new form of energy. Let's not be coy, Professor. I am interested in purchasing the formula. It would allow Britain to shrug off the yoke of American automobiles and American oil. But how did you find out about it? I only discovered it a minute ago. We are the British Empire, Professor. We are everywhere, even in these classless colonies. Now, let's get down to brass tacks. Oh, terribly sorry. I thought you wanted the energy concoction. <laughs> My mistake. Hold on. No. No brass tacks! I have one bent paper clip and a couple of push pins. <laughs> As you know what they say, this tongue is so good, why un push pin? Very amusing, Professor. <laughs> but I shan't be distracted by your German expressionism. <laughs> I see what you said, yeah. Just some of my dry British wit. Oh, it's practically average. <laughs> now, enough chit chat. <laughs> the formula? We want it. What will it take to acquire it? No, 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 not so fast. <laughs> I haven't had the chance to test the concoction beyond knowing it's combustible. It may not be possible to use as fuel. To be honest, Professor, we're willing to take that risk. We? I refer to Brougham Motors. As an Englishman, I naturally fall into the using the royal we. <laughs> naturally. <laughs> well, I must insist, Abram. I would hate to think that you were trying to purchase my formula to give to the British government to use as the basis for a weapon. <laughs> they say the Germans have no sense of humor. I assure you, Professor, our interest in this formula is purely for non-military purposes. We merely wish to introduce a new fuel source to the automotive industry and, naturally, keep the Yanks from finding a way to monopolize it. They do seem to like such things. Yes, I have played that game as well. While I do enjoy being the little scotty dog, I must confess, I don't understand the allure. Really? A German doesn't understand the allure of controlling everything. I will ignore that highly offensive statement. <laughs> The game makes no sense. 
It always ends in conflict and total destruction amongst our players. If I might draw your attention to 1914 to 1917. Do you want any chance of getting this energy for me now? I do apologize. Mm. <laughs> My natural British sarcasm briefly took over. Of course we, I, want the formula. Then you'll have no problem waiting for it to be tested. I would hate to give you something that doesn't work. Very well, Professor. Do your tests. But please remember, while we Brits are incredibly patient and polite, we did not come to control the majority of the planet by being pushovers. I do hope you take my meaning. Oh, I do. <laughs> oh, I do. Excellent. Until later, then. Ta! We are the British Empire, Professor. We are everywhere. I heard that. Oh, starting to test now. <laughs> Where did I put that lawnmower? Act 1, Scene 3. Overheard, overhead. The Shade and the Vamp listen in on Police Chief Cannoli. While the professor began his indoor yard work, Across town at police headquarters, the Shade and the Vamp were listening in on Police Chief Cannoli from outside his office window on a ledge. Explain to me again exactly why we're sitting on a ledge outside Cannoli's window. Because it's significantly less precarious than hanging over the edge of the roof. Well, yes, I, I can see how that's true, but why do we need to be outside Cannoli's office window? You know, there have been rumors flying around for years that Cannoli has ties to organized crime. <laughs> Those are rumors? I wanted to see if we observed the chief without him knowing. He might just slip up and provide the proof we need. How do you plan on doing that from out here on this ledge through a closed window? With the help of a small contraption I made. It's a stethoscope. I call it the Enhanced Auditory Recorder, or EAR. It's a stethoscope. It started as one, yes, but as you can see, I painted it all black. Yes, I do see that. Very stylish. Thank you. I thought it fit with our motif rather well. But, as we all know, a simple stethoscope would never allow us to listen through anything solid. Well... Apart from the human body. <laughs> so, to make it more sensitive, I attached a tin can to the end of it, oh. which will allow it to funnel the sound directly into our waiting ears. Our? Of course. I made sure that it had... Two sets of earpieces. I can honestly say, you never cease to amaze me, Shade. Well, I figured we needed some truly modern equipment for this most well-named of activities. What are you talking about? Well, we're outside, directly under the roof of a building, secretly listening to someone else's conversation. Shade? So we're obviously... Don't do it! 
Eavesdropping. Yep. Yep, you did it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All I can say is, this thing had better work. Oh, it will. What is that? I have no... <clears throat> Should have checked the window. <laughs> At least we know it works outside the window. Hello, Police Chief Cannoli. What? When was it this? Just a few minutes ago. You hear a multiple explosions? They all sound like a balloons are popping? Must have been the warehouse district. Yes. Strange acoustics out there. It was out at the warehouse district? Natch. You don't see no damage, but you think we should check it out anyway? You want to know why I'm repeating everything you tell me only as a question? I was wondering about that myself. I don't know. I just have this urge to say all of the important information out aloud. Don't you worry. I'll make sure somebody checks it out. Shade? Vamp? Did you hear all of that? How did he know we were out here? I can see you through the window. The one flaw in our otherwise flawless plan. So, you gonna go check it out? Why aren't the police going to look into it? We could, but to be fair, it's a late, and the warehouse district is spooky. Come on, vamp. The city needs us. Thank you. Oh, nice stethoscope. It's a... Never mind. Let me just put it away. So, uh, how about this weather, huh? I'm just happy it's not snowing. <laughs> I know how you feel. Every time I think a spring is on its way, it... Uh, all right, all done. Come on, vamp. Uh, Shade, mm. uh, just how are we going to... Oh, right. <clears throat> uh, Chief, mind if we come inside to use the stairs? Wait, how do you get on a little ledge in the first place? You really don't want to know. Hey... Act 1, Scene 4. Found boys inside. The Shade and the Vamp meet two unusual intruders. A few hours later, as a particularly aggressive and surprisingly nocturnal ice cream truck made its way through the warehouse district, the Shade and the Vamp were patrolling, leaping nimbly from rooftop to rooftop. Well... The vamp was leaping nimbly. Who puts an air conditioning unit in the middle of a roof? (laughs) Highly inconsiderate. There's got to be a better way to do this. (gasps) Maybe we get a car, outfit it with gadgets, and drive around the city. You know, in comfort. With gasoline topping 20 cents a gallon. Did you suddenly become a millionaire playboy without me noticing? As if a millionaire would ever spend his money to fight crime in the streets. You never know. Maybe he experienced some horrifically traumatic event as a child, and it galvanized him into a desire to protect the weak and clean the streets of villainy. More likely, he'd just comfort himself with a third Rolls Royce and one of those newfangled head shrinkers. 
Next thing you're going to say is that if we give the rich more money, it'll end up trickling down to those of us nearer the bottom. <laughs> I would never say that. That's ridiculous. Who'd ever believe such a thing? But back to the more important problem. Maybe we could put some sort of wings on the outfits. <gasps> we could glide on air currents. Shade? Hmm? We live in Chicago. Hmm? The Windy City. The cross currents would drive you right into the Navy Pier Ferris wheel. Oh, well, there has to be a better way to get around than jumping roof to roof. Or you could just get in shape. What? I said, maybe wear a cape. Ooh, a cape. Maybe then I could be as popular as Mandrake the Magician in the comic strips. Shade, mm. he isn't real. Besides... He's got a genius-level intellect, has an extended lifespan, and is a master of hypnosis and magic. Yeah, but I'd have a cape. I think the problem is that you're just tired, Shade. Crime-fighting is hard work. All this leaping really works up a thirst. Here, try this. What is it? Zing Cola. It's the newest soft drink on the market. And not only is it incredibly refreshing... <sighs> Tastes amazing! That's the all-natural sugar. I feel so much more awake and energized. That's because Zing Cola has twice the cocaine of regular colas. Twice the cocaine? Who needs that cape? Okay, so maybe a little less whining on your part? Whining? Who's been saying I've been whining? Who are you talking to about me behind my back? M maybe you should cut back on the cola. What do you mean? I can stop any time I want. <laughs> Did you hear that? It sounded like a door just got kicked in. It sounded like it was coming from one of the units below us. A light just went on two floors down. They may be responsible for the explosions. Shall we pay whoever it is a visit? Shade? Excellent idea, Vamp. Do you have the ropes? I do. Shall we? Let's! Tying the ropes to the aforementioned air conditioning unit, the Shade and the Vamp prepared to rappel down the side of the building. One, two, three! <laughs> However... While the unit was secure, the knots weren't. Despite the Shade's full three days' experience as a Boy Scout. This meant that instead of a controlled descent, our heroes went hurtling wildly through the thankfully open window of the office below them. <coughs> oh, we need better ropes. Yes, obviously the ropes... We're the problem! Bringing them face to face with the intruders, who immediately pulled guns. Don't move! Hands in the air! Gentlemen, no need for violence. We're putting our hands up. As the Shade raised his hands, he threw the rope he was still holding upward. <laughs> attempting to loop it over the assailant's hand to disarm him. Unfortunately, his aim was a bit high. Fortunately, he managed to loop the rope around a particularly weakly held lighting fixture, bringing it down directly on the gunman's head. <sighs> that distracted the other intruder long enough for the vamp to loop her rope around his ankle, tripping him. <sighs> Good work, Shade! The light hadn't occurred to me. All part of my well-thought-out and not-at-all-a-fluke plan, Vamp. I'm impressed that you got yours to fall into that pile of old hubcaps. Why do 
think the owner of this office has a massive pile of old hubcaps? Obviously, because he's extremely tired. Did you pull a muscle? Stretching for that one? You love it. I will neither confirm nor deny that. Mm. At least we know who's responsible for the recent outbreak in hubcap thefts. All in a day's work for the city's greatest crime fighter. <clears throat> Fighters. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Let's tie these two up and see what nefarious plot they're up to. Vamp, I've just discovered something unusual. What's that? All of these hubcaps are from ambulances. Really? Who would be stealing hubcaps from ambulances? There's only one type of person who would be so bold as to steal anything off an ambulance. You mean... That's right. Lawyers! And <coughs> uh, what happened to our door? That's very clearly a case of breaking and entering. I tell you what, that's an illegal entry if I ever saw one. Oh, Sue! Just as I thought... For ambulance-chasing lawyers. No, I object. Sustain, we don't chase ambulances. That's right. We're simply going in the same direction at the dangerously high rate of a speed. Well, Sue, I'm more interested in why the shade and the vamp two notorious scofflaws broke into our office. We didn't break in. These two did. A likely story. Yeah, that's a good one. Tell me another. Well, Sue. Now, now, everyone calm down. John. Yes? Jacob. I played the fifth. Jingleheimer. Yeah, they're hay. And Schmidt. I'll sue! We found these two having already broken down your door. We apprehended them and were just about to find out what they were up to when you came in. Though we would like to know about all these ambulance hubcaps. Uh, we've never seen these before. Obviously they were planted. And even if we did hypothetically know about these alleged hubcaps, it's not our fault if they come spinning off the ambulances when they are speeding away from us. Pre I mean speeding off to the hospitals. Prepare to be sued! Can we please get back to finding out about the intruders? You can sue them if you want. Now you're talking my language. Look! Wallets! I do love when crooks carry identification. Good. That way the authorities will know who they're locking up. All right, you two. Wake up. Rise and shine. Time to face the music. Oh, Shade. Time to pay the piper. Shade. Time to shave the- Shade! What? We need to untie them. Now! We'll return to throwing shade, fueling good, in just a moment. But first, a word from our sponsor. Friends, are you looking for the most refreshing way to quench your thirst? Have you tried other soft drinks, only to be disappointed with their lack of taste? Do you try other beverages, hoping for a little pick-me-up, and are instead left with a let-me-down? Then look no further than Zing Cola, the newest and most refreshing soft drink on the planet. It's got a crisp, bubbly taste that will knock your thirst on its heels. It's the cat's pajamas. And if you're looking for a pick-me-up, then Zing Cola is for you. With all natural sugar and twice the cocaine of other soft drinks, Zing Cola will keep you full of vim and vigor all day long. Ask your druggist for it by name, Zing Cola. And now, a few words from other important personages. 
Friends, we all have issues with our memories from time to time. We walk into a room and forget why we're there, open the icebox but can't remember what we were looking for, introduce our spouse with an old girlfriend's name. Embarrassing, yes, but no big deal. But if you're an actor who can't memorize their lines, or a singer who can't memorize their lyrics, these memory lapses become major stumbling blocks to your career, life, and happiness. But there's no way to make you remember lines and lyrics, right? Wrong! Now, singers and actors can reinforce their memorization through a revolutionary at-home hypnosis program. I know what you're thinking. Hypnosis? You mean the people who made me cluck like a chicken at my brother-in-law's birthday party? No, friends. Designed by professional actress and certified hypnotist Cyrilla Bear, the Hypnosis for Creatives Home Learning Series is a program which allows you to study your script or music with your paper in hand or playing in your ear. By putting you in an eyes-open trance, you can play through the instructions and trance induction, then repeat one track as often as you want for your study session. Then the next track emerges you from trance while reinforcing your learning. Not just a series of suggestions for better memory like most hypnosis, these programs actually go through your study session with you, enabling you to learn your lines, music, or steps deeply and in real time with the session. It's a powerful breakthrough in using hypnosis at home. Don't trek to a hypnotist's office and spend your hard-earned dollars on programs not designed for your specific needs. Go to hypnosisforcreatives.com. That's hypnosis, the number four, creatives.com, and get the Hypnosis for Creatives Home Learning Series. Work in the comfort of your home at any time and as often as you like, at a fraction of the cost of in-office hypnosis. That's hypnosisforcreatives.com. Hypnosis, the number four, creatives.com. The results will be memorable. Vamp, come quick. What is it, Shade? Is someone in danger? There sure is, Vamp. Businesses and theater companies across the country are falling victim to sagging sales and empty seats. We're facing an economic catastrophe worse than the last economic catastrophe. <gasps> oh no! We have to do something! We should take to the streets, find clues, interrogate suspects! Sell advertising! Right! Sell! What? Businesses and theater companies can buy ad space with us, Vamp, on Throwing Shade. They'll reach thousands of discerning, law-and-order-loving... Comedy-starved. Comedy-starved listeners from coast to coast. I understand they can listen to us on something called a podcast. Yes, that's true. You can hear us wherever these podcasts are broadcast. What does a podcast mean, Shade? I haven't the faintest idea. Maybe throwing peas? <gasps> Maybe that's the world peas I keep hearing everyone striving for. I'm ignoring that. Mm. It sounds like advertising with us could rescue these businesses and theater companies. And save their bottom line. The rates are incredibly affordable. Well, there is a depression. Really? I'm quite happy. Get in touch with Eclectic Full Contact Theater at info at eclectic-theater.com. Say goodnight, Shade. Goodnight, Shade. And now. Back to throwing shade, fueling good. Act two, scene one. First, bad impressions. Our heroes get an F from the G-men. As the ice cream truck made another pass, it startled our heroes and awoke the intruders, who were none too happy about being tied up. I am not happy. You have no idea the trouble you two are in. Now, you better surrender now before it gets any worse for you. Last I checked, breaking and entering was a crime. 
I want to know what you two are doing in this office. Listen, you masked maroon. Don't you know who we are? A couple of mugs is my guess. Cheap hired muscle. Uh, obviously hired by our competitors. Professional espionage. It's a shame when envy drives people to do unsavory things. We're gonna sue you! We do! Apologize, but you have to understand how it looked from our end. Why are you apologizing to these Tararagundiers? I mean, I know they're well-dressed, but... They're with the FBI! Uh, I have never seen these people in my life. This isn't even our office. We took a wrong turn at Albuquerque. Please don't sue. So sorry for the misunderstanding. Never can be too careful. So sorry for the hitting you in the head with a light thing. Let me get that plaster off your suit. Get away from me. Identify yourselves. A Dewey. Shade him. And a how. Goodbye. And you two? I'm the Shade, scourge of the underworld, terror of criminals everywhere. This is the Vamp. Also a scourge and a terror. <clears throat> the Shade and a Vamp. I get it. You're all in black and she's got kind of a Theta Bera thing happening. Nice outfit. Thanks. It has pockets. Hmm. If you threw flirting with the vigilante, I want you to apprehend them both. I don't think you heard. I'm the Shade. This is the vamp. I have pockets. I heard you. You're vigilantes, who by definition are outlaws. And I am Special Agent Eagle, FBI. I arrest outlaws. <laughs> Eagle? Yes? And you're bald? <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Nothing. Mm -mm. Nothing at all. <clears throat> and your wavy-haired friend? I'm Special Agent Flag. Of course you are. Flag. Do your duty. <clears throat> Why not let us help you? We know this city like the back of our hands. I don't know. It's true. It's relatively tan. I have a hangnail on the index finger and a small cluster of freckles next to my thumb. The vamps is well manicured and a few shades paler than mine with no freckles. Hmm. It checks out, Eagle. That's not what I... Look, you can't trust people who wear masks. The Lone Ranger wears a mask. Hi-o, Silver! What? I really love a good radio show. She has a point, Eagle. Fine. But you two step out of line and we're slapping the cuffs on you. So why is the FBI breaking into warehouses? We're on the trail of Professor Edison Tesla. What do you want with Professor Tesla? He's harmless. You know him. Our paths have crossed. He has a tendency to blow up his lab more than is healthy. There's a healthy number of times to blow up your lab. This is Chicago. Point taken. See, Flag? I told you, he's making weapons. Edison? Weapons? <laughs> <laughs> I don't find the imminent overthrow of American democracy humorous. Professor Tesla's experiments are more culinary than military. What? He's trying to make healthy food that tastes good. He just has a tendency to use too much heat and pressure, so... Boom! Yeah. We have information that this afternoon, he created an alternative energy source. If that's true, we need to get to him before anyone else does. He made something that works? This information comes to us from Senator Blether Figjam. If this happened this afternoon... How does the senator know about it already? Senator Figjam is from Texas. 
So he's naturally concerned about anything that could undermine the American oil industry. Naturally. Or his kickbacks. What? Uh, he's from Texas. <laughs> they love their football there, don't they? Isn't that what you call it? A, a kickback? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just a silly woman. What would I know about sports? Hee <laughs> hee. I think you're thinking of a touchback. Or kickoff. I, she might be talking about a quarterback making a touchdown. Speaking of which, how about them bears? I'm more of a St. Louis Gunners fan myself. <laughs> you would be. Can <laughs> yeah, we you know. focus? As I said, Senator Fig Jam is quite concerned till he keeps his ear to the ground. That must be hard on his back. Are you saying Texas is spying on Illinois? Am I saying that? <clears throat> I, I don't recall saying that. We're more worried about other countries getting to it first. Not every country is as generous and magnanimous with its essential products as America. And if some other government gets its hands on our energy source like this, it could destroy... America's near monopoly on the fuel industry? Exactly! I mean... <clears throat> no, no, no. The American way of life. He has a point. If there's one thing the American people hate, it's change. That's why we've refused to embrace automobiles, indoor plumbing, and jazz music. Exactly. Eagle, I think he was being sarcastic. Sarcasm? Sounds like communist talk to me. Look, we all want the same thing. To make sure Professor Tesla is all right and his invention doesn't fall into the wrong hands. His lab is in the next building over. No, Come on! Not so fast, little lady. This is the FBI investigation, and... I'll give the orders. Come on. Shade, think you could drop another light on him? Act two, scene two. Magnate, ick personality. Two big wigs jockey for position. While our heroes and their FBI counterparts made their way to Professor Tesla's lab, in a swanky downtown hotel lounge, Horace Brougham received an unexpected and unwanted visitor. I'm terribly sorry, but I am expecting someone. I know you are, but I thought it would be polite of me to come over and let you know that the fella you're expecting won't be joining you this evening. I know how you British types like politeness. I see. And you are... Senator Blather Figjam out of the great state of Texas. And you are Horace Brogham of Brogham Motors over there in merry old England. I see you're terribly well informed. <laughs> and what exactly can I do for you, Senator? Well, I wanted to just set a spell with you. Chew the fat, so to speak. You see, I know you're waiting on that there uh, German scientist Tesla... But I reckon you being a car manufacturer and me representing the greatest oil-producing state in the Union, we ought to be better acquainted. Yes, I can see how you might think that. <laughs> and while, as you quite correctly pointed out, I absolutely detest impoliteness, I am afraid I must speak quite bluntly and let you know that Brougham Motors is far more interested in seeking alternative sources of fuel. So, if you don't mind... Oh, I don't mind at all! I know all about them alternative sources of fuel you're looking into. Are you saying that the U.S. is spying on British citizens? Oh, 
did I say that? <laughs> I don't recall saying that. <laughs> I just like to keep my ear to the ground so I can hear what's coming down the pike. Well, that must be terribly hard on your back. <clears throat> so I know you visited Edison Tesla to get his energy formula. But you see, by this time, that's already under lock and key with the U.S. of A. government. And I had some of my boys go around there and collect it for me. For you? For America. Well, I'm Texan, so naturally I consider them the same thing. <laughs> naturally? Surely, you can see how useful this can be. Locking it up is madness. We need a renewable source of energy. Oil won't last forever. Well, 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 well. You listen, you can trot out all them facts and reports and scientific mumbo-jumbo you want. But everybody knows... Oil ain't gonna run out. It's all a hoax cooked up by them geologic scientist types so the government will give them more money to solve problems that don't exist. Thing is, instead of regular folks who can see through all the horse hockey, we let them egghead types run everything. Luckily, we avoided that in Texas. Obviously. It's like my daddy always used to say. You can use your head and you can use your gut. But let's face it, you only feed one of them. That, I believe. <laughs> I'm terribly sorry. But since you've offered no proof to back up your claim that you have Professor Tesla's formula in your possession, I shall continue seeking an alternative to petrol. Proof? <laughs> Boy, proof is one of them egghead words. I never use it. But you'll see, and I got your alternative. Dump that petrol stuff you're using and make the switch to good old gasoline. Woo! Now see, ain't that smarter? It's truly stunning how your mind works. Oh, now you're talking. Remember hearing the good old UCS of A? Playing ball is the national pastime. You do well to remember that. As enticing as that is... I couldn't possibly. It simply isn't cricket. Son, I'm talking about making a deal, not some French fried nibble. No, <laughs> that's a croquette. Now you're talking about that game where you hit the balls with a mallet. That's croquet. See, this is why England ain't never gonna be as good as America. Y'all can't even talk right. Now, I gotta attend to some business, but here's my card. Give me a call when you make your decision. I'll give it all the consideration it deserves. Good day. Be seeing you. Waiter, phone please. I have a most important call to make. Act 2, Scene 3. This feels formulaic. The vamp finds a clue, and danger finds the FBI. As the hotel band warmed up, the Shade, the Vamp, and the FBI arrived at Professor Edison Tesla's lab and were confronted by a grim sight. Professor Tesla, it's the Shade. That's unusual. If his door's on the hinges, it's always locked. Stand back. We'll go in first. Are you sure? We are, after all, trained crime fighters. <clears throat> we're the FBI. And we're armed. Ooh, so are we. 
The shade never goes anywhere without the daggers of darkness. Drafty knives. But these are my signature weapon. Ebony throwing daggers. Practically invisible with an accuracy that's unbelievable. Seriously? I can vouch for that. His accuracy is unbelievable. Hand them over. Article 7, subparagraph 2 of the criminal statute states that all owners of concealed deadly weapons must have a permit. Now, since vigil antis aren't known for their love of paperwork, I'm going to assume that you don't have said permit. So I'm confiscating your black knives. Daggers of darkness? Whatever. Hand them over. You can take my daggers of darkness when you pry them from my cold, dead hands. I was hoping you'd say that. I hoped you'd try. I hope this all ends soon. Can we end the tense standoff? Well spotted. Professor Edison Tesla could be hurt. Vamp's right. Eagle, we have bigger fish to fry. You're lucky you're a guppy vigilante. This isn't over. FBI, show me your... What? The sight that greeted them was one of chaos. Furniture overturned, beakers smashed, files strewn everywhere. It looked as if a massive struggle had taken place. It looks like... A massive struggle has taken place! Professor Tesla? Edison? It's the vamp! Are you alright? I don't think he's here. We should search for clues. There's no point. I'm a trained law enforcement officer. This lab's been torn apart, top to bottom. We won't find any clues. (gasps) found a clue. You were saying? What is it? A torn piece of paper, but it seems to be partial equations. It could be part of the energy formula. Because you understand biochemistry. (sighs) Hand it over and let the professionals take a look. Hmm. Looks like it could be part of the energy formula. Hmm. Is there an echo in here? This paper is no good to us. It's incomplete. The main question, I think, is where is Professor Tesla? Did he run, or was he taken? This is a big place. Whoever ransacked it could still be here. Then you two should stay out of the way. Listen, cue ball. (gasps) I found another clue! What? What? What What did you find, Vamp? Here, in the very corner of the scrap of paper, one name. MacGuffin. Hmm. Looks like a single name in the corner. MacGuffin. I'm having the strangest sense of deja vu. So, who's MacGuffin? Professor Tesla's partner, maybe? Must be. If we track down this MacGuffin, we can get the formula. Shouldn't we be focusing on trying to find Professor Tesla? Don't need him if we find MacGuffin. But he's in danger. Just look at this place. And we don't know anything about MacGuffin. It could be a wild goose chase. That's ridiculous. It's the wrong time of year for wild geese. I'm sorry. He's extremely literal. I know the type. Uh, Do you have any idea who this MacGuffin is? If you take a closer look at the name, I think you might notice... Don't listen to her, Flag. They're both in on it. What? What? They know Tesla. They attacked us when we got here, and they obviously know MacGuffin is the key to all of this. That's why they're sending us after Tesla instead. I wouldn't be surprised if they ransacked the place themselves. Do you really think that we could be responsible for this kind of destruction? Hmm. May I remind you of your entrance earlier? Oh. Touché. <laughs> there you have it! I'd recognize Russian anywhere. Get foreign agents, Flag. Arrest them! I- Eagle, I think you're jumping to... Don't even think about it. 
The daggers of darkness are ready. Shay, this isn't the best idea right now. You asked for it. You know, there are a surprising number of stray cats in this town. Hmm. Hmm. As the tension mounted, no one noticed the door to the hallway behind them opened slowly. In fact, no one noticed anything until two darts shot from the open doorway, hitting both FBI agents in the neck, rendering them unconscious. <coughs> the shade and the vamp spun around to see a woman standing in the doorway. Tall and regal, holding a dart gun. Who is this blow dart Brunhilde? Will the Shade and the Vamp suffer the same fate as the FBI? Why is that ice cream truck still in this neighborhood? Answers to questions relatively similar to these will be answered in next week's thrilling conclusion to Throwing Shade, Fueling Good. Throwing Shade is brought to you by Chicago's premier storefront theater company, Eclectic Full Contact Theater. EFCT is unique. EFCT is irreverent. EFCT is theater. Here's a sneak listen to next week's thrilling conclusion. (gasps) The Germans? This has been Throwing Shade, brought to you by Eclectic Full Contact Theater. Sponsored by Zing Cola. Written by Sarah Siegel and Andrew Pollard. Directed by Katherine Siegel. Starring the voice talents of Daniel Houle, Noelle Kleiss, Stephen McClure, Andrew Pond, Sarah Siegel, and Therese Young. Our Foley artist is Lori Iyer. Our engineer is us. And I'm your narrator, Noelle Kleiss. Special thanks to Tina Salamone! Tune in next week. Same Shade Time, Same Shade Station. Hello, everyone. I'm Andrew Pond. And I'm Sarah Siegel. You may remember us from such podcasts as the one you were just listening to. We'd like to thank you for joining us and hope you've enjoyed the adventures of Theodore Rockwell and Wednesday Morning. And the Shade and the Vamp. If so, please head over to Eclectic Full Contact Theater's Throwing Shade Patreon page at www.patreon.com EFCT and become a patron. You can support Throwing Shade for as little as a dollar a month. That may be the literal definition of a pittance. Become a patron today and join such luminarious folks as Michael Canari and Mike Drugan. Uh, luminarious? What? It's a word. Anyway... Becoming a patron gets you access to behind-the-scenes videos, episode outtakes, merchandise, and much, much more, including the opportunity to ask us anything. I myself am an open book. More like a picture book. Be glad it's not a pop-up. So, head over to patreon.com EFCT to support Eclectic Full Contact Theater's Throwing Shade. And head over to eclectic-theater.com to find out what else Eclectic Full Contact Theater is up to. Say goodnight, Andrew. Goodnight, Andrew. Oi.